Hello, 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 Rise Tribe. Today's episode, we are going to give you some very helpful tips on how you can prepare for the new year. I want to say welcome to everyone. And I am your host, Pranella Harris. I'm a licensed therapist bringing you all hope and inspiration. If you're new here, welcome. And please do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast. Every Monday morning at 7 a.m., I drop a new episode. If you have been rising and vibing with me as part of the Rise Tribe, thank you so much for your continued support. If this message resonates with you, please go ahead and leave me a glowing review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Restorative Family. Well, the new year is about three weeks away. This time of year is for many, myself including, a time to do some self-reflection, a time to look at the past year, the past months, and determine where we stand as far as the goals that we've set out at the beginning of the year and what we need to do to improve in the next year. You know, many of us are now looking in our closets to get rid of items that we've outgrown metaphorically, you know, it's that self-reflection I talked about. So last week's episode, episode number 26, was about letting go. Today, we are discussing what things we need to leave behind, get rid of, let go of at the end of this year so that we can start the new year off ready to receive new opportunities, new love, new growth, and so much more. So we're cleaning out the closets today. So come along with me. Before we get started, I want to hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. The end of the year, December, is a good time of year to do some self-evaluating. You know, that's a time where you sit with yourself and you go over various areas of your life and decide if you are progressing toward your goals in each of these areas. So for me, I like to do vision boards. I usually review my board and determine whether I've progressed in each of these areas. It's kind of like a performance review. You know, when you're at your job and uh, you meet with your supervisor or your manager every year and they give you these performance evaluations based on goals that you've set last year. You know, it's not as formal as that, but, you know, it is very similar to that performance evaluation. So if you do not have a vision board or you're not, you know, a vision board type of person, Don't worry, you can use a notebook, you can journal, you can use a piece of paper. It's just important that you get down, you just 
get it out of your head. You can jot down some specific areas you want to improve on and do so intentionally throughout the year. So if you have it written down, it holds you accountable to getting it done because it's no longer in your head as this broad concept, this, this just idea, but you actually have taken the time to write it out, think about it, and it's on paper so you can go back and look at it. So when I do my self-evaluation, this is how I do it. Of course, you can make this your own, but I'm going to give you a template. So I usually start with four categories. One category is personal development. And, you know, I'm asking myself, okay, what do I need to grow in? What areas of myself that I want to grow in? Do I want to be more confident? Do I want to be more social? Do I want to stop procrastinating? Do I want to, you know, challenge my imposter syndrome? Do I want to establish and maintain better boundaries with individuals? So what areas within myself do I need to work on? And I create goals based on that. You know, I would say two three goals per category. My second category is relationships. And those relationships could be parent-child relationships. It could be romantic relationships, platonic. It could be professional relationships. But, you know, in this relationship category, what areas do I want to improve? Do I want to work on my dating life? Do I want to work on my relationship with my children? Do I want to build friendships, improve friendships, strengthen, uh, you know, family relationships with my sister? And, and, you know, just where do I want to invest? Do I want to set up relationships with other business owners? So having that category and some goals within that category. Number three, the third category is financial slash professional. Uh, You can decide to tease these out, but I have them all in the same category. So financial slash professional is, hey, do I want to start that business? What do I need to do to invest in my business? What training, what new products, services, what should I be doing? What strategic partnerships, you know, that, you know, will bring in extra revenue, extra money. Maybe it's financial. Maybe I need to save more or decrease debt. Maybe I need to earn more give more, you know, do more uh, giving. Uh, Maybe I need to cut down on gambling. So you can really decide what areas you want to grow in, in the financial area. Number four is health. I always have health up there as one of my categories for self-evaluation. You can ask yourself, hey, um, I want to go to the gym this number of weeks. I want to drink more water. I want to eliminate any addictions that I have. I want to exercise more. I want to lose weight. So really looking at these categories and setting intentions and goals throughout the year and then evaluating your performance at around December on how you did with those. When you self-evaluate yourself, you are taking an honest look at whether you have progressed throughout the year in achieving these goals. And if not, what bad habits got in your way? You know, it's important to remember that you are the CEO of your life and no one else is. So during your performance evaluation, you are holding yourself accountable. Don't blame others. Well, my spouse did not compliment me. So that's why my confidence is in the toilet. 
or I did not get that promotion because everybody else likes this one other person better than they like me. Or I did not save as much money as I wanted to because things kept coming up. My kids kept needing things. Or I just, I, I wasn't able to make it to the gym because the kids' activities got in the way. No, ma'am. No, sir. See, what we're not going to do is put the responsibility of our life in the hands of someone else. So listen up, Rise Tribe. Here are the things we need to leave behind this year to make room for the next chapter in our lives. You see, you can't keep doing the same things expecting something different. So it's tea time. I'm spilling all the tea. Get your cup ready. All right. So here are the top 10 things we need to leave behind to prepare for the new year. Okay. We're going to leave behind these things. Number one, we're going to get rid of the excuses. We're leaving behind excuses. So stop rationalizing why you continue to keep doing the things that no longer serve you. If it's not working, it's time to change. Number two, we're leaving behind toxic relationships. These are relationships with people who are not helping you reach your goals. So these people may secretly compete with you. These people may be jealous of you. These people might be time wasters, complainers, energy suckers, gossipers, overly critical people, people that grumble all the time, high conflict people, unsupportive people, anyone that drains you of your energy and is not adding to your up level. Okay. Number three, we're leaving behind lack of confidence. This must go. Mm -mm, we can't have this. We can't be courageous enough to go after our goals if we doubt ourselves. If we don't know what we bring to the party in other people's lives, if we don't have confidence in our ability and our efficacy to get things done, we're not going to get things done. So we're leaving behind lack of confidence to the door. Lack of confidence goes. All right, moving right along. Number four, comparing ourselves to others. Mm -mm. No, ma'am. No, sir, we will not be doing this in the new year, okay? You are a unique gift to this world. Your purpose is unique. And so comparing your unique gift to someone else will inevitably leave you feeling worse. The person you are comparing yourself to has their own journey. They have their own purpose that they're supposed to be on a path to. You both can be great, but you have to water your lawn. You have to develop your gifts rather than trying to develop gifts that you weren't given in the first place. So stop punishing yourself by trying to be someone else and be the best version of you you can be. All right. So we're not going to be comparing ourselves in the new year. No, no, we're not going to be doing that. All right. Number five is we're leaving behind procrastination. Listen. Time is finite. It is a very precious resource. We do not get more of it. We, we just are not going to get more of it. It's very linear. All right. So when you start projects earlier, you give yourself time to make it the best product, service, or anything that you're doing. You give yourself time to really do it well. So it also cuts down on your own anxiety 
by giving yourself time to prepare. Preparation is key. So we're not going to be procrastinating in the new year. We're going to set ourselves up with enough time to get things done in a non-anxious way. All right, number six is we're leaving fear behind, okay? Fear can be a bully trying to keep you stuck, especially when it's growth season. We like to avoid anything that causes us discomfort and potential pain. You know, our fear convinces our brain to stay with the familiar pain that we know. See, we've already know this pain. We know how to cope with this pain. If we're going to go out there and do something different, we got to go through the growing pains of learning the something new. And that might be difficult. And we're scared of that. That's what fear tells us. But we're going to be pushing through that in the new year. You know, we're going to be pushing through that fear of discomfort, that fear of getting out of our comfort zone, because, you know, it's only new once, right? So we're going to go after that new exercise routine. We're going to try that new diet. We're going to try that new relationship, try setting new boundaries, whatever it is, we're going to go after it and we're leaving fear behind. All right, moving right along. Number seven is we are leaving behind lack of self-discipline. To achieve our goals, we have to make sacrifices. And if we are not prepared to do the hard stuff, we will not get the good stuff. So if saving more or earning more was on your list of things that you want to accomplish, guess what? You got to be prepared to tighten your belt and live on a budget. Watch your spending habits. If finding a new love of your life is on your list, you got to be prepared to say goodbye to things that are no longer serving you. Maybe say goodbye to the sneaky link or when someone is hot and cold with you, letting them go. Accepting that, hey, I would rather be by myself than to be mistreated. Okay. If a relationship, a healthy relationship is something you desire. Wasting your time on people that are not going to meet your needs, people that will not serve you, holding on to those will inevitably postpone you from getting what you do want. Holding on to the things you don't want will inevitably postpone the things you do want. So listen, I'm sorry to give you the dose of the real, but you needed to hear it. We cannot hold on to things that no longer serve us. All right. Number eight is we're getting rid of lack of boundaries in the new year. We're not taking that into the new year. To the door are the days where we are going out of our way to please other people who don't reciprocate or appreciate our effort to the door, throw that in the trash. Okay. Practice saying no with a smile. No, sorry. I can't. I won't. No, I have plans. Oh, not today. Or just simply no. Practice saying no. Number nine of the things we are leaving behind this December to prepare for the new year is a scarcity mindset. Let's leave that mindset that there is not enough resources 
to go around back in the old year and make room for an abundant mindset in the new year. When you have an abundant mindset, it it makes us less anxious about taking what we can get and more focused on getting what aligns with us, right? So whether it's financial, business opportunity, choosing the right mate, think about this. If you have an abundant mindset and the moment someone tells you your standards are too high, you immediately say, no, thank you and discard whatever that is because you know the right person can meet the standard. Some people try to convince you that, you know, your standards are too high. You should just settle for what it is that they've given you because no other good opportunities coming along. This is, you know, what you get, what you see is what you get. But if you have that abundant mindset, you know better. You know that, hey, if this partner isn't willing to meet this need, then there's someone who will. If this business opportunity just doesn't seem to line up and offer you one of your non-negotiables, then you hold out for the right opportunity. If you know um, your financial situation, if you're offered this position and the finances or the, the money isn't right, you know other offers will be coming along because you have an abundant mindset and you're not in that poverty or scarcity mindset that says, oh, I just have to settle because, you know, another opportunity will not be here. All right. So I want you to think about that. We're going to leave that scarcity mindset behind and open ourselves up in the new year for the abundant mindset. All right. So the last one that we are leaving behind this December to make room for the new year is lack of accountability. Our healing is our responsibility and should not be left up to others or the environment. You know, in this new year, it's a time for personal growth, personal accountability. We need to get honest with ourselves. We need to look at our flaws and shortcomings and actively work on them rather than blaming others for their reactions to our shenanigans. Okay, so really take a deep look. What do we add to this dynamic? What was my role in the breakdown of this relationship and really working on improving and getting better? All right. So in conclusion, listen, Rise Tribe, the new year calls for new beginnings. If you are ready to finally meet your goals, you're going to have to do something different. You're going to have to look at some things with a different mindset, you're going to have to leave some things behind. You know, if you're tired of being sick and tired, then take some inventory of what your bad habits are. What are the things that are getting in the way of you progressing in a meaningful way towards your goals and begin to work on them. Be intentional about these goals and make room for the new opportunities for the new year. All right. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience by providing us with a five-star review. You help make this podcast visible to others, help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.